Hey everybody, welcome back to the UNT College of Music In Context podcast, where we always make sure to bring our instruments to the protest. My name is Hayden Drew. Hi, I am one half of your host experience. I am, of course, always joined by the other half of our host experience, Ms. Hannah Brayfield. It is I. It's she. And this week, to chat with us, we have an undergraduate student that we're really, really excited to talk to, not only because we like talking to her, but we're really excited to learn about the harp. Ooh. Everyone yeah. say hi to Caitlin Swayam. Um, okay, so listeners, if you don't know, Caitlin Swaim, which, by the way, you're missing out, um, she is a harpist, and she's a performance and theory major, right? Yes. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, what's the... I don't I don't know anything about the theory track. Okay, so, like, inter, like uh, educate me, please. Um, so, honestly, the, like, performance and theory track have a lot of, um, a, a lot of the same courses that we're required to take, which is why I was really excited to go to UNT because they allow the double major program. Um, that Honestly, I haven't run into any courses yet that I haven't needed to take for performance for theory. So like, really? everything has overlapped thus far. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I, I totally would have expected it to be like, like two completely separate degrees. Like I you'd have to take some. I was a little some... nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about um, something that I have absolutely zero knowledge on, which is the harp. Please tell me all about the harp. How did you, let's start with your origin story, I guess. How did you like get into harping? Is that, is that the correct word for it? <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. Days. The harpening. <laughs> the harpening. It was the harpening. That's yeah. how I got into it. Um, no, I was in fifth grade and, um, our, the school that we were all like zoned to go for go to for high school, they come by and they do a um, a performance for all the fifth graders at the elementary schools that are zoned to that school, and um, they have the orchestra and the bands come, and they played for us, and then they talked about like what we want to do if we wanted to join the fifth grade strings program, and so fifth grade strings program is taught by our middle school directors and our high school directors, um, and they just go to the different schools, and you can choose. Violin, viola, cello, or bass. So I went to the meeting and I told them I wanted to play harp. <laughs> they were um, like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, they were like, sorry, we don't teach that. And I was like, oh, okay. So oh. I actually played cello in fifth grade. Really? And I wow. stopped in eighth grade. They're like, I played through eighth grade. Um, but I started harp like halfway through sixth grade. So that took you a full year of like probably badgering your parents or something about, please, please, please. <laughs> it took a lot of research. It's so hard to like, and I'd actually say that Houston has, like, a pretty decent-sized harp community, but it's, like, you don't know about it until you're in it, and then wow. you find all these people. It's, like, underground. So, the harp community. <laughs> How do you get in touch with the harp community? Yeah. Are they on Facebook? or? <laughs> I actually have my book right here. Um, so I actually just got this in the mail this week. So this is the directory of the American Harp Society. Oh. What? You have a book? I have a book. And wow. <laughs> it has, like... All that I'm actually in here. Um, <gasps> She's avidly flipping through this adorable blue book, listeners. So with a wow. harp on the front, it's the best. <laughs> um, yeah, so like they have each state's division, and they also have them for other countries. Um, but wow. so like right now, I'm in the Texas part, and so it has like if you're a member of the American Harp Society, um, and so you have to like show that you're a harpist. It actually like puts your information. So if you have a teaching studio, you can include that. So like my you name. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like right there. Oh, no way. That's you. Okay, you guys can't see it. You guys can't see it, but she's showing us through the Zoom like webcam thing. Her name in, in the book. It's this little book it's is there. printed. It's so professional looking. And also, what the heck? Okay, so I play trumpet listeners, as you well know. And there is nothing of the sort. Because <laughs> everyone under the sun plays trumpet and their dog as well. So it's like, that's a... So that speaks probably to the like... It speaks to how special the harp community is. Yeah, that's so cool. Like we have, for euphoniums, we have I-T-E-A, which is, Hannah, Hannah, what do you think it is? Oh, I said something really stupid <laughs> the last time he made me this. <laughs> I know that now it's International Tuba and Euphonium Association, but Hooray. I definitely know it was like tubas <laughs> eating uh, apples or something. Tubas <laughs> eating apples. Yeah, and it's basically like, well, we have like a conference or something, but usually it's just like, yeah, I play the, I play the euphonium. I, I play the euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. There's, 
a trumpet thing, like an international trumpet thing every year, but it's more like a meeting of a bunch of strangers. It's kind of closer to Team EA than an adorable little book in a society. <laughs> Yours sounds more like a fraternity, and ours sounds more like just some folks. I think it's more, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like secretive, you know? Yeah, I mean, like we pay, like, I don't know, I think I'm paying $35 a year wow. right now. So well, like, how much is that in comparison to the cost of a harp? Also, how do you get a, a harp? Follow yeah. the question. Ooh, you want to talk about the price of a harp? <laughs> 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 um, no, it's actually like my my starter harp because there's, I mean, there's a lot of types of harp, but we'll go like with the two more common ones in America. Um, so like I, you usually start off on a um, lever harp, which is like the tinier ones. Um, so my lever harp. I think I got it for three or four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How old were you? I was twelve. <gasps> <laughs> right on. And like a lot of uh, like people will allow you to like rent the lever harp, um, but I was like, no, mom, I really want to do this. I really need my own. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so what is the the lever harp? So it's called a lever harp because um, I don't know if any of you have noticed before when I'm like playing on stage or anything, but like I use my feet a lot. Yeah. 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 There's like okay. little pedal dudes. Yeah. At the bottom. And so like that's a pedal harp. So the lever, those are just the pedals are used to um, switch the the pitch of the note. So like each string has a, or well, each like octave of strings has its own note. So we have like the C pedal and like just pedals for each string um, or for each letter, I guess. And so if I move the C pedal, I'll just go straight for that one. If I move the C pedal, um, so it starts off in the top position, which is flat because it has the string, like has the least tension on it at that point. If I move it down to the middle notch, it's at natural. And if I put it all the way down to the bottom notch, it's in sharp. And it does it for like the entire heart. Whoa. Whoa. So yeah. I was out here thinking just every note was on there like a piano. But yeah, no. that's what I thought. Yeah. Like I, I had initially thought that the levers or the, the pedals or whatever were were just like the piano pedals. Like like one's a sustain, yeah. one's like a damp, you know, like. I wish we could yeah. do that. <laughs> so you don't have any so kind d- of. So it always sustains unless yeah. you or hand stops it. Oh. I mean, it sustains as long as it can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like obviously the higher octaves are not a very um sustainable note but the lower <laughs> yeah. octaves ring for literally until your nail hits it which is not what you want to happen but Oof. yeah <laughs> or until you muffle it is it okay painful to play because i feel like after a long time of like that would be that would hurt um i mean so the thing is like we all it's just like all of our instruments like you have to build up your embouchure and you have to get used to that um, and so we're like building up the calluses on our fingers. Oh. Um, so right oh, now. Oh, like guitarists. Yeah, just like a guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's why I quit guitar. Because I was like, mm, it hurts. It there's little <laughs> knives in my fingers. Yes, I yeah. was the same way. So well, I played yeah. bass guitar because that hurt less. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like I was like trying guitar, but it was moving where the calluses were. And I was like, no, we can't. We can't switch the calluses. I can't be taking care of two sets. <laughs> So tell me a little bit more about the the AHS, not not the American Honor Society, the, the American, American Harp, Harp Society. Society. Yeah. yeah, it's because the way you describe it, it sounds like this this like drug deal or like <laughs> super secret, like like you meet in like a like you meet in a cafe somewhere and you have your little like sack of thirty five dollars in cash. And, and like go, a picture of you playing your harp. Yeah, and you order a number thirteen, and and they're like, "All right, the number thirteen special." And then you. So I'm hand actually them the bringing up their their website right now, just so I can like <laughs> give it to you easier. Um, okay. So we have like at least three thousand members. Wow. Um, and it's apparently it's the largest harp related organization in the world. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Um, <laughs> but so there's a conference. Um. In America, like each, oh, I don't know if it's each year. I'm pretty sure it's each year. Um, but yeah, like this, I, I haven't been to one. I've been oh. interested, but um, they cost a lot of money to attend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the, the next one, it, there was supposed to be one this summer, but it's been um, rescheduled for June 20th to 23rd of next year um, in SeaWorld Hotel. SeaWorld Hotel. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but it's 
Yeah, it, it basically gives us a lot of, like, access to other people within our community. And also, like, if a student is, like, looking for a teacher, they can go to the website and look at resources. And we have, like, so many different things. There's, like, a directory of teachers. There's, um, th there's a lot. Like, you can access people's HARP dissertations that they've, oh, like, cool. submitted. <laughs> yeah and so um if you're like a member you receive the american harp journal uh twice a year i think um and like so i just got mine in the mail the other day and i was like super excited because it's really fun every time so you get this one. is an academic journal just about harps it's not we're not after so i just took harp pedagogy this past semester that's Ooh, a class that's, wow. Wait, how do i sign up <laughs> I don't know. We're required to take it for the harp yeah. uh, performance degree. Actually, I think just for like any, even if you're a concentration in harp, you have to take it. Um, but it's like led by a professor, Dr. Jamie Hafner. Um, and so like she explained to us like that so far, um, because our journals are not peer reviewed, um, they are not like academic journals, but they are like oh. the closest thing that we have in the harp community. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I guess the longer it goes, the more peers there will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm hoping so. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about the, the Harp Studio. I, I know that there's a, um, there's a, a group called Harp Beats, right? Yeah, Heart Beats. the UNC Harp Beats. Yeah, that, they look so cool. <laughs> um, so it's actually, if you're an undergraduate student um, and you're a performance major, you are required to be in the Harp Beats. And um, I think it's actually for all undergraduate students we're required to. Um, so each year, the amount of people in it changes. Um, the grad students are like highly suggested or like advised to do it. Um, we meet every Thursday. Ooh. <laughs> um, and it's just a really fun time. We, uh, Dr. H got it going like really big. Do uh, this has been her, I think, 15th year at UNT or next year will be. Um, so she's really just created UNT's heart program and really like let it flourish. I mean, it, it existed before her, but she's really allowed <laughs> it to flourish. And she um, tells us like there are requirement in the harp studio and like in the heartbeats is each year because there's not a lot of harp arrangements in the world, like or at least harp ensemble arrangements. And we really want to get those out um, each year um, for our like spring concert. In the fall, we all work on and uh, give to the studio our harp ensemble arrangements that we do ourselves. I remember seeing them. I saw <laughs> I saw the Heartbeats live, guys. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I was sitting in the Commons one day. Uh, it was a Friday, so Music at Noon happens at Fridays on Fridays. People who don't go to the Commons on Fridays, um, <laughs> on and Fridays at noon, there's a little performance by some sometimes by little ensembles at UNT. So it'll be the Heartbeats, and sometimes it'll be the Steel Drum bands, and sometimes mm -hmm. it'll be some other people. But um, the, I just happened to be sitting there, and I was like, oh, I guess it's Friday, because I saw some harps coming onto the <laughs> stage in the center of the commons, and they started playing songs, and at first I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I noticed they were playing a rock song, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was captivated, and I stayed the whole time, and eventually I, a woman who I presume was Dr. H, uh, which, what a fitting name, uh, came onto the stage and was like, so all of these students here arranged these songs, and she introduced the songs like by who arranged them. Yeah. It was fabulous. <laughs> I wish we had more opportunities like that yeah. at UNT. So the thing is, like, we actually, this is the first time we've ever done it at Music at Noon. Um, the only reason that we did is because um, we've been, uh, this second semester this past year, we were supposed to be having a lot of uh, gigs um, that, they were supposed to continue after break, I believe. Um, oh. So we just kind of wanted a more casual concert experience. Um, so usually it's every spring semester we have like one in Bortman Hall. Yeah. Um, so like, feel free to like look out <laughs> for that. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's a really like fun experience, and this one was much more casual. Um, but it, it was really exciting to like have more people come because a lot of times, even with how much like we advertise them, people don't really know about the harp. Uh, ensemble and the harp studio um so it's it's like really nice to have people like there and seeing what we were doing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i feel the same way with our tuba euphonium 
like ensemble stuff. I love we had... giving it, though. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Small Hell ensemble yeah. support. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, a couple semesters ago, we had Reagan Garza. He was like our one audience member. Like literally, oh. like <laughs> we all have like a mass ensemble thing where all of the 2B f- groups get on stage. And literally the only person in the in the, in the crowd was Reagan. And he was like, yeah, woo! <laughs> but this past semester, he joined. So we were like, oh, no. <laughs> so Shout out to Reagan Garza if you're listening. <laughs> I, I love you. Anyway, I just, you're going to call me stupid. Or I mean, you won't call me stupid, but I am stupid for this. <laughs> I just realized harp beats, uh-huh. heart beats. Yes. Ah, ooh. <laughs> so that was actually you probably know Keith. Um, do you know Keith? He's There's lots player. of Keiths. He's, oh, you're so right. I'm so sorry, Keith <laughs> Backman. It's okay. Oh yeah, I love Keith Backman. Okay, so his wife <laughs> Haley Hodson, um, she's a harpist, and she um, was at UNT, um, and so she actually came up with the name because Dr. H's like thing that she always goes to um, whenever she's like trying to get us to stay together because <laughs> um, the big the, one of our favorite things about like the ensemble is a lot of times dr h won't conduct or anything like we don't have a conductor on the majority of our pieces um so we need to really be like internalizing the beat to stay together so dr yeah. h says like feel it in your heart and like match your heart to it and so Haley came up with like oh it's like the heart beats the the heart beats oh the heart beats oh my god that's the cutest thing i've ever heard <laughs> i'm gonna i die. need to go back in time and tell myself to play heart to play harp i know so that i can be part of this. <laughs> yeah everybody needs to join <laughs> i honestly like if i could take a harp secondary i'd, we I'd offer consider that it. really no you way what? <laughs> oh no that's we so don't cool. have this many harps to spare <laughs> actually yeah. speaking of how does how does the logistics of playing harp work? Yeah, because it's like whenever I see you moving around a harp, it's like I'm watching someone move a piece of furniture. <laughs> yeah, we have to use a dolly to move it around. Um, we, when you buy a car, you buy the car based on your harp. Um, I actually bring my case with me whenever I go car shopping, and we like lean it in and lay it as like as I do whenever I move the harp. Um, it's it's a lot of work, but it's wow. really fun. It's so worth it. And, like, if you have a lever harp, that's a lot easier to maneuver. But, like, once you get to the professional level, you tend to play the pedal harp. But wow. there are a lot of, like, so, professional Celtic harpists, so, like, not knocking them. They're amazing, and they're so cool, but I, like, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's... Out of curiosity... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. I'm still curious about, like, so you don't practice in the practice buildings, right? No. Because like, how would you function? <laughs> so, do you know where the... Um, well, you know the, the euphonium, where, where Dr. Childs, it's doctor, right? Yeah. I don't think oh. he's not a doctor yet, I think. Professor Childs. Yeah, Professor we, we all call him David Professor Childs. <laughs> so yeah, if you go um, where Professor Childs' office is, um, we're in that same hallway. So it's the jazz hallway, it's the harp hallway, and now it has a euphonium studio and a flute studio there. Um, ah. <laughs> and so yeah, we're just like right at the end of that hallway. Um, and... That's, those are our practice rooms. We have a harp in there in each one of them. And, um, ah, we so actually, in addition to the offices. Yeah, and so we actually only have one office, and so that's Dr. Oh. H's office. And it has okay. two harps that are, like, used. Well, one harp that like, gets used for, like, lessons, and then another harp, it's um, the electric acoustic harp. Whoa. There's an electric <laughs> acoustic harp that's really, really cool. Whoa. And um, it's, it's so awesome. And one of our current students, um, she's a graduate student, Carrie, she is like currently exploring like the, I guess what you can do on the electric harp, and it's it's super interesting and like super exciting. Oh my god, what? So <laughs> tell us more about that. What? How does that work? I don't know much about it. I really want to explore it, but like, I need to get better at my normal harp first. <laughs> I... I need to master that. But it's like you can plug you plug an amp into it. It has a built-in like like, the little plugs in it, I guess. Um, and so it has, like, mics and everything, so it's already, like, going to amplify. It has the amp to plug in, but you can also play it without being plugged in. Um, um, so it's just, like, an electroacoustic guitar. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, we have, like, pedals that you can plug in to the um, amp or to the harp if you have the electroacoustic harp. And um, you can do things to, like, have it echo what you just played or have it like loop 
and there's a lot of like videos of like cool things that people did and Carrie just released one and um I think Jennifer Love Hewitt shared it or no not Jennifer Love Hewitt but another famous person I can't remember her name that's fine block that out <laughs> okay sorry Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> it's not Jennifer I don't know about the hmm. Jennifer Garner Jennifer Ooh. Garner shared Very it on nice. her Instagram story <laughs> okay oh god gosh that's so cool do you think that maybe like someday you'll arrange for heartbeats like like a Megadeth song or like Iron Maiden or something and you'll all be there like on your harps? That'd be so cool. I would so, totally go see that. I mean, I I don't know that I will. I'm sure that somebody will. <laughs> I know um, Dr. Chung is really into into like death metal. Maybe he maybe really he'll is. be the guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him to do it. Now, I like I tend to stick to like I don't know, like older music. Yeah. Ish. I mean, I'm considering doing either like a movie theme or a video game theme next. Aww. That's so cool. <laughs> so, what Thanks. are what are some of the previous things you've done? Um, so my freshman year, I did Andante Andante by ABBA because it's like really fun, and I thought it would sound really cute on the harp. And I'm also obsessed with Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia <laughs> too. So like, I needed to do something. Um, yeah. And then this past year, I did Summertime from Porgy and Bess. Oh, cool. That's like my favorite thing in the world. So. <laughs> I love that you're bringing your personal experience into this other area of your life. Yeah. Thank you. The combinatory <laughs> learning. That's fabulous. Yeah, that's so Thank cool. You. I'd like to know a little bit more about how HARP works in the, like, public education system, in, like, high school and stuff. How did you yeah. go about doing that? Um, it's... It's not easy. I uh. say that. Um, the thing that actually was able to like allow me to get into harp, because um, obviously I couldn't my fifth grade year, but when I got to my sixth grade year and I got to my middle school, they actually had a lever harp at the school, so I was able to practice at wow. the school. Oh, yeah. And so, so they already really had helpful. one. Yes. Um, okay. It was very out of tune and hadn't been played, possibly ever, but um, <laughs> it like it worked, and I got it back up into like decent condition as much as it could be, um, but. The thing, like, I, I wouldn't have stayed on cello throughout middle school if I had a choice. But if I hadn't played cello throughout middle school, I wouldn't have been able to play in probably most of the concerts. Um, the good thing is, like, as you all know, I uh, <laughs> do not let myself kind of go under the radar. I try not to because <laughs> um, I want to have, like, a similar experience as everybody else. And I know that with my instrument, a lot of times that goes... But it, it falls flat. Um, so I got really close to all of my directors that I've had. Um, I'm, like, friends with all of them on Facebook. <laughs> um, like, check in with them every once in a while. And um, so my middle school director, Miss Eisler, she was, like, super great in that she would, like, try and find a piece that had a heart part. Or if she didn't, like, she would try to find a part that had, like, a piano part. Uh, and oh. she would allow me to, like, edit it because it's not the same thing, but you can edit a lot of piano parts to fit the harp. So we would make those edits, and I would, like, play with them at UIL and all that. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I got to be in, like, the region band or region orchestra in middle school um, a few times. So, like, that was really exciting. But um, it doesn't I, – I do think that people should – like, educators should have the opportunity to learn more about harp. Like, maybe not necessarily require it, but – it's a really wonderful instrument to have in your ensemble and a lot more composers, especially band composers, are starting to include it in their compositions. Like John Mackey is really like, he brings in some really awesome heart parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen you play with- Wind Ensemble. Wind Ensemble. Ah. Wind Ensemble. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like, because we did Wine Dark Sea. Um, right. And that's like a gorgeous heart part. Um, but it's hard to, have a conductor like understand like because they try to get their points across and I really appreciate like any conductor who like can have a discussion with the harpist and like see really like what needs to um needs to happen and like where kind of like the communication overlaps and where it doesn't um because there's a lot of parts that like you could say something like a lot of times they'll say like oh we need that like sustained more and like that's not under our control um, so you need to either, like balance out the band, balance out the orchestra, and like figure out like what's mm -hmm. best. Um, but it's also like as a orchestral harpist, you need to figure out 
the ways that you can play and fit your sound into a band and an orchestra. As a harpist, I asked a similar question to Shauna when we were talking about flute repertoire and writing for the flute. Um, as a former, like, composition major, everyone has questions about how to write for flute because <laughs> it's such a cool concept yeah. and no one knows anything about <laughs> it. So, like, what do you see that gives away, like, oh, this person has no idea what they're writing. <laughs> like, they have no idea what they're doing. If you ever write a, like, chord that should be in one hand that has five notes, I will know that you think that you're writing a p for a piano. Oh. Uh, we do not use our pinkies at all. Oh. So, because then that shortens out, like, how much our hand can spread and how much, like, how many strings we can grab uh, because it's shorter than the rest. So we just, that stays down and we play with the rest of the four fingers. Whoa. <laughs> I would have never thought about that. Yeah, so that's, like, the instant giveaway. Like, if you write down, like, a five-finger chord in one hand and the left hand is still doing something or vice versa, I'm going to know, like, oh, this person doesn't know what a harp is. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh no I, not I'm not in a bad way like I really want people to learn and that was really exciting yeah, of like course. for the theory track you're required to take uh, comp two and so it was really fun getting to be with like people in a composition class and like explaining to them oh no like these are what the like the limitations of the harp and like this is what we're able and willing to do like we can knock on our harps we can make a lot of percussive sounds okay. um, there's like a guitar effect a xylophone effect um, there's a lot of really cool things that you can do but some things physically are not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say, I'm sorry. I gave you a piano part <laughs> or like, or the, uh, we were going to do a cafe 1930. Yeah. For the Piazzolla. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my God. There were totally, totally some five finger chords in there. Oh no. <laughs> it's okay. My actually, my roommate, Caitlin, who's also a harpist, um, she had done, uh, Cafe 1930 or 1920 is that? It's 1930, yeah. 1930, okay. She had done it with um, <laughs> Faith Ann for like flute and harp. Oh. And so she actually like gave me her version and was like, here, like you can like change it to the correct key because it was in a different key. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um. Actually, that brings me to an interesting point. So listeners, Caitlin and Hayden and I are all in this fraternity uh, called MuFi, which Yay. is where um, they played this arrangement together. Um, I would be curious about how you feel about the opportunities that MuFi has presented you as a performance musician, like performance-centered musician. Ooh. So, uh. <laughs> things like, like, how do you feel about the, like, opportunities that you presented, things that really stuck out to you about, oh, I really like MuFi and performing with MuFi because of this. Like, does it expose you to anything new? I think it definitely gives me more opportunities to, because I'm not somebody who will necessarily branch out and listen to like classical music from another person's instrument. Um, I don't even <laughs> listen to as much classical music from my own instrument as I should. Um, I, I started to listen to more harp repertoire, I promise, Dr. Hapner. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it's like, it's not my necessarily like a thing that I do often, um, especially listening to other instruments. and. Uh, I've explained, I've expressed this to a lot of my friends and um, UFI family who play the flute. I was very anti-flute, <laughs> like extremely. <laughs> oh um, my goodness. But being in UFI has like allowed me to hear the flute in like different contexts and like really appreciate it. Also hearing good flute players has been oh. very nice. Yeah. Because um, like high school level is different, uh, especially once we're majoring in music. Yeah. But um, it's it's been like really fun to hear all of the different like people in MUFI and like see that oh like some people are really good at not just like their actual instrument but like Hayden's really good at playing really cool things on the <laughs> piano and like no it's true it's Hayden, true I swear um and then the piece that Jesse played on um I think it was last semester um on his horn was like super cool and super fun and I hadn't heard anything like that on the yeah, horn yeah it was awesome I think it was at the his rush recital I right? think so too. Yeah, that was. It was oh so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun recital. It was. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was like I. It know. was my very first singing debut. Oh <laughs> I yeah. I loved that. That was so cute. Oh god, I loved it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I I sat next to your mom, Hannah, and your mom <gasps> was like tapping her foot the whole time. She was jamming. <laughs> oh, she was. I oh. loved <laughs> Listeners, um, just so you know, 
I had joined MuFi more recently than Caitlin and Hayden, and um, MuFi is really sent. I know this is starting to sound like a PSA. <laughs> it's not. We promise. <laughs> join <Okay>. MuFi. <laughs> MuFi is really centered around the concept of performing music with friends and like building professional relationships, but in a genuine way that's you know supporting a friendship, like genuine friendship. And so, you know, there's lots of encouragement to do all kinds of crazy musical things because we can, because we're all in college and we're big nerds for music. So <laughs> big music things nerds. like making a kazoo ensemble or a melodic ensemble oh. <laughs> or, you know, singing Disney parodies with your friend, which is what I did. And um, <laughs> also, in addition to that, please feel free to invite your parents to your concerts if they're around and if they love you. <laughs> <laughs> if they, they love, love you. you. <laughs> Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> but it's a good idea to have your people be involved in the music that you make because music's kind of about people. So <laughs> Yeah. That's I, I think what I like about MuFi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the bow. The music is the about overarching. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so what other what are the gigs like? Because I, I know you said earlier when we were talking about uh harp beats that you had a lot of gigs what are they like frequent because i know that we get a lot of like we as euphoniumists and tubists we get a lot of people that are like oh look at them they got tubas <laughs> you know tuba christmas yeah tuba thing. christmas tuba valentine's i love yeah. tuba tuba ween <laughs> okay tuba ween's, tuba ween's good i love tuba ween <laughs> um but the gigs are i mean a lot of times like we play a lot of well, a lot. I don't know. As many as we can. We play Christmas gigs. Um, we have an ongoing like gig that I think has happened for quite a while. It's been it's happened at least like the past two years I've been here. Um, we've gone to um, we we've been like the background music at the um, I don't know what it's called the Golden Eagle ceremony. Oh yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like the background music at that. It's celebrating the fiftieth anniversary or the like fiftieth year of like a class that graduated. 50 years ago (laughs) yeah um so like we play at that and we also play at the alumni ceremony uh each year and so like those are really good gigs they're fun and they're like on campus so they're not like a super big drive and not paying a lot of gas money (laughs) (laughs) um but it is like it's whenever we have a gig like outside of that like we had a gig in dallas this past semester um it's kind of a hassle like it's a hassle in the best way <laughs> i don't want to say hassle dr h is gonna block me oh my goodness <laughs> no, um whenever we have concerts that are outside of uh denton it it requires a lot of moving um because we have to have harps for everybody and not everybody has their personal harps at the school like i don't keep mine at school because i can't keep it in my apartment because uh, my apartment goes downstairs and that requires a lot of work ah uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we take like the school harps and some people take their personal harps. Um, but to like have as few people driving as possible, we have to like double load the harps, which means like putting two harps in one car. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, just, I had never heard of somebody doing that until I got to UNT and we've done it so many times. And every single time I do it, I just like look at everybody in awe as it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just... But the like best thing is like being with such a big group of harpists, and that's like why I wanted to come to UNT. I was I I really needed to have a group experience again because that's like what I love about music is being with all these similar minded people. But I when I went to my high school, I was their first ever harpist. Um, they didn't they hadn't interacted with one. They hadn't had one, and so like being at school at UNT, I get to like be with like minded people and people on the same instrument. And that's also, like, really helpful because we all get to help each other move. And <laughs> we all get <laughs> to help each other to tune. the harp. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. You don't understand how many people. Guys, if you see a harpist struggling going down the stairs, you can ask them if they, if you, they, if they want help. But if they say no, don't be offended because <laughs> okay. our instruments are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you, could you, like, give us, like, a, is it possible to give us a tip of, like, we don't hold it here? Like, obviously, don't hold By it the on strings, the strings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, what you don't want to do is you don't want to lift um, whenever, because if we're moving it, we'll have a case on, and if the person doesn't have a case on, 
that's cons- like if it's inside the school sometimes they don't have a case on but if we're moving it outside of the school which is when we're going by stairs they should have a case on as far as i'm con- like as far as i know <laughs> and i'm concerned um i don't want a bird pooping on my harp that's just how it works um <laughs> that would be so bad yeah <laughs> i never considered that <laughs> i mean but um yeah so like whenever we're moving it downstairs or taking it upstairs if you're gonna help just don't lift it like you can help and like you're kind of the person who's helping is kind of a spotter but if you lift it all it can take the harp off of the dolly itself and move the feet off and then the harp can drop and then everybody's gonna have a heart attack i promise (laughs) like i'm like getting nervous just thinking about it (laughs) like uh, i'm sweating uh. yeah (laughs) Because, like, if you're, if you're moving a pedal harp, I promise, like, you have practice in it. Um, and so usually we're capable, but big PSA to anybody in the College of Music or anybody who just is human. If you ever see a harpist walking, please hold the door open. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand how many people I've had close the door on me. It's sad. It happens all the time at the College of Music. So... Not everybody's a saint, so please yeah. hold the door open for people. I carry around a, what's it called, a, a door wedge, a door stopper, <gasps> but a lot of people oh don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You just Can't carry prepared. it with you. <laughs> I keep it in my gig bag, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in the in the comm fall into one of two categories, and neither of them are, I guess, wrong because they have their own reasons for, for doing mm-hmm. so. And it's it's either you hold the door from, like, 30 feet away like you see them coming like and you're like up oh. i'm one of those <laughs> me too I'm that one. and or you just like don't at all ever yeah. you never yeah. you know the worst door is that one right in front like where the copy room is that's the, the one that we have to go so through fast. a lot yeah. Oh, yeah it's so scary <laughs> and there's that little step right up into it yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, or the no. one that goes um are you talking about the one the, the one that goes to bruce no, she's talking about no. the one right in front of the copy room, like um, straight out onto oh. Avenue C. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't stand that we know the names of the streets <laughs> well, so well. <laughs> the one for Bruce is hard for me because, like, I'm normally carrying, like, a billion materials from UFI. So, like, I have, like, all these bags and stuff, and I'm like... He's got his giant UFI. Yeah. I didn't, we always offer help after MUFI. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I typically do have several instruments with me. So I normally have my euphonium on my back, my trombone in my left hand, and my, a melodica. all these ba- Actually, yes, <laughs> that's actually accurate. It's normally- And or kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Those two stay in my backpack more often than I'd like to admit. So, cause they, they fit perfectly. The melodica is like the perfect <laughs> <Thank> height. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm proud of you, Hayden. <laughs> Thanks, I'm not. <laughs> um, I really want to get the Melodica Ensemble off the ground, okay? Uh, we got apocalypsed before it could really take off, but whatever. Anyone, listeners, interested in joining a Melodica Ensemble, if you attend UNT and take any music classes, please join MUFI. I would love to meet you. Well, you know what? You don't even have to be in MUFI. <laughs> just join, just shoot me a text. Just join shoot the, me an email. <laughs> shoot me a regular mail. Follow okay. Hayden on Facebook and... Yeah, do that. <laughs> Actually, don't. I never, I never post. I... My well, one I, post. I just meant so they could DM you. Oh yeah, right. Slide into the DMs. To join <laughs> the the DMs are open. Um, oh, I wish. How did that handbell choir do? Did you guys see the posters for that? Oh, I did see the poster, but they offered free pizza, and that's that's how you get <laughs> that's it. important. <laughs> it is. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I sure hope they do well. I am personally a big proponent of handbell choirs because I was in one for like. A bunch of years. For a bunch <laughs> of years? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, throughout. Before I – so, listeners, I joined band in high school. I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast. Mm-mm. But before I joined band, I was in a handbell choir from, like, sixth grade until tenth grade. And we went on a tour of England. Um, it was mostly the south. It was, like, from one coast to the other coast. I think from the east coast to the west coast. And – um I'm so it excited so for cool. you right now. Because <laughs> we got to see where the bells get made. And the, you know, there's a lot of similarities between handbells and harp in that they're, like, underappreciated as instruments, <laughs> and people don't know how to write for them super well. There's a lot of church music for handbells. Because oh, it's primarily yeah. church, like, liturgical You know music. what? We should do, like, a harp and handbell choir. Let's do it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I need that. 
<laughs> and you know, handbells isn't hard to teach because, um, like each person gets assigned to a couple of bells, like yeah, like depending on how advanced they are. So it's only you're only in charge of like two or three or four notes, and yeah. so like at a time. And so all you have to do is worry about rhythms and effects. So sometimes, like if there's different kind, there's different kinds of ways you can it's make the, the bells make noise. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had a handbell yeah. choir in my elementary school. Oh, precious. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We should have a tuning fork choir. That'd be cool. I have a tuning fork in the living room right now. Whoa. Cool. Right now. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, Start it now. I've only played with them in physics. I, I, I uh-huh. took a physics class, and um, we, we had, like a, like, a sound unit. And, man, that was so much fun. I was, like, I was like there. I was, like, ding, 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 ding. And people were, like, ugh. Shut up. Hayden. Hayden again. <laughs> Um, did you guys ever take physics? Yes. How did how did no. that go? <laughs> I took one and two, like AP one and two in high school. It Ooh. was a fun time. Sounds we good. We had a wonderful teacher, Jay Schultz. <laughs> oh, Jay Schultz. Uh. Jay, if you're listening to this, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you're listening to this, everybody at Klein Collins loves you. Aw, cute. I love you too, Jay Aww. Schultz. Big Jay. <laughs> okay well jay you should know that well if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes you shouldn't know but it is time for uh our rapid fire question (gasps) segment so here we go um are you starting first hannah or are am i let's see i think i started first last time okay favorite jelly bean Oh, I don't like jelly beans. What? <laughs> okay, well, what is your favorite one? Like, if if you had... Do you have a favorite regular bean? Yeah, if you got kidnapped. and Oh, yeah, regular like beans. beans. I don't like beans. You what? don't like any beans? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is it like the shape? What? <laughs> okay, new hypothetical. I You've been kidnapped, and the only way to be let go is to consume a jelly bean of your choice. What jelly bean is it? Do you guys remember those, like, the ones that have, like, they're, they're covered in those little, like, black squares, and there's also the ones covered in the red squares? They're, like, blackberries and raspberries, but not really. They're fake, and they're, like, jelly-ish. Ooh, I'm mind. sorry, no. <laughs> Never mind. They're by Did jelly you grow up in I America? <laughs> um, okay, I'm looking up jelly belly black, or black, raspberries and I think the black ones are licorice. No, I don't like licorice. <laughs> yeah, licorice sucks. Yeah, these, okay. Can I share my screen with y'all? Sorry. You're um, okay, sure. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Listeners, get ready for the payoff here. Okay. Right here. These. <gasps> oh, oh! They look like little... Oh, they have like little sprinkle looking things yeah. on them. Okay. They look like little gumdrops. Okay, I'm going to do my best to describe what I'm seeing. So I, <laughs> I've definitely seen these before. They look like raspberries, but... They used to have them at like Target in those little... The jelly bean section. Yeah. Those are fancy. Yeah, the bougie. Bougie beans. Thank you. Okay. Um, Hannah, it is your turn. Okay. <laughs> Favorite type of cheese? Ooh, Swiss. That's oh, a good one. That is a good you. one. I feel really strongly about this one, actually. I, I'm yeah, all about my cheese. Yeah, he wrote in all cheeses. caps after he wrote that question. <laughs> ricotta gang. I love ricotta. Okay? And that's like, most people are like, oh my god, ricotta's bland. It's like not good. But okay. It's good with stuff. In a How calzone. How lasagna do you eat? <laughs> not a lot because it's oh. expensive. And, um, like, well, I can't make lasagna. I mean, I, cause it's like a lot of work, right? Like, no, uh, you can do it like once a month I'm, <laughs> and then I guess. feed yourself for three days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to work at an Italian restaurant called Carabba's Italian grill, and you've probably heard me talk about it. And that's like all people would order. People would go on and on and on about the lasagna and I never had it. I never had it because what? Why? Oh my gosh, she's so angry. <laughs> because <laughs> there was other stuff. I would move on to better things, such as the chicken, chicken brian. Oh, oh, and oh, the chicken brian. About that. The chick, yeah, the chicken brian is delicious because it's topped with a white wine, lemon butter sauce, basil, sun-dried tomatoes, and oh, here's the real, here's the real the thing. Goat cheese, okay? Goat cheese is God's gift to mankind. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one. I, th- I don't think we should. So we had to edit this question. 
Waffle House or IHOP or Denny's. I'm very anti Waffle House. Oh, <laughs> wow. Everyone hates Waffle House. <laughs> no, what okay. is this? Here's the thing I've never been to Waffle House. Then how are you. <laughs> no, okay, you have to understand. Okay, so my entire childhood, my, like, my dad's entire family lives in North Carolina. And so. <laughs> my dad was seen... killed by a waffle, no. and therefore. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we would, like, make that trip, like, at least once a year, like, when I was younger, um, to go to North Carolina. So we would drive. And so it's, like, a 19-hour drive. Um, and the amount of Waffle Houses that we would pass was outrageous. I'm, like, st- I'm, I, so I vowed that I would never try Waffle House because I was so angry about how many there were. Understandable. Well, maybe if you tried it, they would stop. They would stop Thank appearing and yeah. just disappear. <laughs> they we just got like stop. three in my like in my city, so I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. But I hop because they I have good them. hot chocolates. Really? Yeah. Like in the winter, they bring out like this like. I don't know. It's it's really good. It's like a French toast one, and oh. it's so good. Oh. Neat. That good. It makes it worth going there. Okay. All right. That's a fair answer. Yes, I, I thank you. respect that. Even <laughs> though the, I like Waffle House. I appreciate their honest crustiness. <laughs> like, it just brings me joy. Anyway, what's your Denton coffee spot or eatery restaurant of choice? Okay, so I've never been to it. To a restaurant? I've just ordered it. No, no, no. I've, so this one place, <laughs> I, like, love it. It's called Gobi Mongolian Grill, and I've never been to the actual place, but I ordered it on Grubhub or DoorDash, one of the two, and it's so good it reminds me of this place that we have at home it's like exactly the same and it's literally makes my heart so happy i love mongolian girls oh, yeah, i don't know why too. but I they're so good yeah absolutely okay i'll have to yeah. go that sounds good absolutely. we should make like because i've never been to the actual place so like i would like to make a trip out of this okay so <laughs> let's go we, we need to change our mufi eatery spot okay our current e- mufi eatery spot right now listeners is rusty taco and Rusty Taco is my favorite taco. Rusty Taco is delicious. It's not cheap. However, it is delicious. It's got a good atmosphere. However, there are two main problems with it. A. Not enough seats. Problem the first. Problem it is on the square. Parking is a nightmare. Problem the second. It's small. We need to fit like. So parking your butt is also a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah got him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Uh. Next question. This one's really important. Uh, oh, it's fitting what you asked. Favorite Dippin' Dots flavor? Cookies and cream, all the way. Wow, that's a popular oh, one. That's a popular yeah. answer. I mean, I can go with the, the chocolate chip cookie dough one. Yes! That's mine. That one's yeah. really good, too. I agree. But I just haven't had that one recently. I think... They're always sold out of it. They are? We have, like, one Dippin' Dots in <laughs> our area. A shame. <laughs> You're right. I'm buying all people. the cookie co- cookie dough Dippin' Dots. Sorry, guys. All. Uh, in line with all these food questions, if you could have any food right now, what is it? I don't know. Uh, I want ice cream right now. Yeah. I'm really feeling ice cream oh, right now. Ice cream, yeah. That Love good. that. If you were a breakfast menu item at McDonald's, what would you be? Nothing. 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 Maybe a hot cake. Oh, a hot cake. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my god, that's precious. <laughs> Caitlin hot cakes Wayne. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much. In quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is your subhub order? I don't remember what it's called. I think it's number seventeen. It's the meatball sub. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that order. one's good. Yeah. It's okay. really good. That's the first one that I really like resonate with. Because like yeah. last week we had Dr. Graf and he was like turkey with cheese, maybe no cheese. And I was kind of like, turkey. Maybe no cheese. <laughs> it's a stock sandwich, but I think it's good. Though I was vegetarian for a lot of my time living near Subhub. Uh-huh. So I had the veggie sub and it's delicious. It has my heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the meatball sub is also delicious and I've also had it. I'm no longer vegetarian. I'm really sorry, vegetarian listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hannah? Um, uh, whose oh. turn is it? Is it yours? It's okay. my turn. You went like three times. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you only went twice, but it's my turn. So, oh, Hayden wrote this question, and I'm very happy with it because it's kind of a play on the last two episodes, but the only harps left in the world are plastic harps. What color do you pick? <laughs> pink. pink. Pink? Pink. Yeah. Like what kind of pink? Yeah, like hot pink, flamingo Ooh. pink. Where's my... I have a... Like, like a rose gold pink. Can I do that? Ooh. Oh, yeah. yes. That's 
you that sounds that would yeah. like make playing at weddings like perfect so that like oh, matches every wedding theme yeah oh man that's such a good answer <laughs> do you play at a lot of weddings i personally don't because i don't i don't know there's a lot of really professional harpists no no <laughs> no there's just like a lot of like really professional harpists in like houston so like they they deserve the gigs um but the like harp is a big a very popular wedding gig yeah i can i can see that what do you play do yeah. you play canon Trumpets just canon and it. d like over like or i mean we have a lot of arrangements of canon and d we also have like all the bridal marches or the bridal march and the here comes the bride oh right yeah, yeah um, of course we also have there's i i whew, there's a lot there's like <laughs> arrangements of every single like well not every single there's a lot of pieces that are not arranged for us but like we have a lot of like pop songs that are like arranged like all of me by john legend is super popular to be asked oh oh that makes a lot of sense yeah my heart will go on a oh. lot i don't know why <laughs> it's cute <laughs> i haven't played it but <laughs> <laughs> okay hannah you do this one because i did too so you do too oh okay practice north or south and why <laughs> have Neither. you ever visited either of them i've been to practice north to clean it out oh yeah oh mufi does a practice room clean out listeners so i'd say does south. that make you want to vote for north or does that make you not <laughs> want to how like gross north? people treat these practice buildings i don't know <laughs> well they're both that way okay yeah. i will treat the practice rooms better South is yeah. admittedly maybe a little more gross, but it's got character. That women's restroom. It just All the restrooms. It's bad. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I just don't God. like Bane. That's the one place I can't stand oh. having to go. <laughs> yeah, Bane's mm. pretty bad. Bane's, Bane's pretty bad. Luckily, all my, uh, all my teachers have been in the exact same hallway for Bane. Like, same. Professor Lau is right across from my lesson teacher, and Professor Kopp is, like, right next to my lesson teacher. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, favorite M M&M and M color. Ooh, blue. Blue, yeah. Okay. That's a good I'm about that. answer. Yeah, that one tastes the best. That's the one I usually save for last. <laughs> you save them? That's. So I'm cute. slightly. Yeah, I'm. I'm just a little over the top, so I, I separate my M and M's by color. <laughs> Whoa. I can respect that. Also, that's adorable. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a million dollars, but your arms are turned into Muppet arms. Do you take the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could see you playing the harp like, yeah, and, like, and like your arms like flailing about. Listen, uh, I would just be really good at glissandos, and I wouldn't be in pain from them because my arms would be felt. This is the perfect solution. Win-win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. Ideal union lunch. Oh, ideal union lunch? Yeah. Um, Burger King, Hershey's Pie. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god. Hannah, I, I don't think you know this, but Caitlin Swim and like Julio's whole gang, hi Julio and the gang, who, they, they, they love my gang, but okay. no, Caitlin's gang, hi Caitlin's gang. <laughs> Have like they love these Hershey pies, and okay, I've never I had one. I started this revolution. <laughs> I just what wanna... is a Hershey's pie? So the, uh, I actively avoid the Burger King. Yeah, me Burger too. Burger King has they, they give you a slice of Hershey's pie, and it's just so good. It's like the and so like what happened is like I used to get these all the time when I was little, like way too often. But like I was a competitive swimmer, so like who cares? I was I was working it off. It's we're okay, <laughs> um, and so like but I would like always get like this Hershey's pie when I was at Burger King. And oh, I would I would also get chicken fries. Let's just add yeah. that, to that. I would have gotten the chicken fries with a Hershey's pie. There you go. It's <laughs> <That's> such <laughs> a delightful flavor combo. <laughs> it really is, because like the the chicken fries can get a little bit spicy. So then like the Hershey's pie calms you down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Absolutely. wonderful. But okay, so catch me in the union when school comes back. Um, getting a Hershey's pie in the union. Yeah, come join. So me. what? <laughs> What? It started because we would go to the, the union, like, after band concerts. Oh, and yeah. so, like, everybody would go there to get dinner. Like, you guys know. Like, everybody goes to the union after band concerts. And so we would, like, go there. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, they have the Hershey's Pies at this, at this Burger King, too. 
And so, like, I got back into it. I hadn't had one in, like, probably 10 years almost. And so, like, I got back into it, and I'm just like, wow, this is so rewarding. And so then I, like, did it after every single concert that we went to. That's so cute. What? Thanks. I love that. I'll definitely be heading to the Union. I don't don't live on campus anymore, but I'll come to the Union and get a Hershey's Pie with you after concerts. That was my problem. Like, once I stopped living on campus, I was like, oh, shoot, I don't have, like, any flex anymore. I can't have my Hershey's Pie, so I haven't had one, like, this this entire year. I oh have no. to spend real money on it. No. <laughs> what are they? So, like, what... Is it just, like, a chocolate pie? It has chocolate and, like, a little bit of... It doesn't taste like real chocolate and real vanilla. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> um, but, like, it's rewarding. Like, Hayden, you sent me a picture when you were at the store one day. No, I think Amber sent it to me. No, it was but, definitely like, said, me. like, from I def- Hayden. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it was, like... A picture of these Edwards uh, Hershey's pies or whatever. And I was like, that literally looks exactly the same. And I, my mom actually bought me one whenever I got home for break. And it tasted like almost exactly the same. Wow. That's so sweet. Okay, yeah. the next Mufi get together, that's what we'll do. Instead we'll of buy like the Edwards yeah. Hershey's pie, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big PSA. Just join Mufi. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn. Oh. If you had to change your identity and start a new life, like you're in the witness protection program or something, what would your inconspicuous identity be? Morgan. <laughs> it's perfect. That's it. I wouldn't have oh. the last name, I don't think. <laughs> it's a it's a mononym, <laughs> like like share or something. Or like Yes. It would be Morgan um, most organist run grand. Auto nations. <laughs> so would you be an organist or like an auto repair person? I think both. I think okay. that's the only answer. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. I, I would actually, I, th- I think I'd be interested in doing something with cars because I like. Really? was raised by a gearhead, yeah. No way. Wow, I would never have thought. Me neither. Like, I, I guess that's the point. <laughs> my mom's first car was like one that they had to like work up and like get going so wow (laughs) if you had to make your kid's name a music term what would their name be rest wow (laughs) that's deep you knew right off the cuff (laughs) no because i was gonna be like like i was gonna say like coda or something but like that's my orchestra director's dog's name so that's kind of (laughs) dr williams if you're listening tell your dogs i said hi (laughs) He's not listening Ms. to Ms. Thornton, if you're listening, tell Coda I said hi. Um, <laughs> no, probably, like, maybe Celeste. Aww. Because that's, that's, like, a normal name, and it's, like, an <laughs> Yeah, they wouldn't be cursed for, like, <laughs> yeah. living with the name Rest. Nope. I would like to name a child Harper just so she can become a harpist. And I'd Aww. like to name, a, like, a son Lawson and make sure that he becomes a lawyer. But that's oh. it. <laughs> I'm going to name you just so that you can have the job I want you to have. Not really. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. It's my turn to be on this question. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. One last important question. Okay. How was your day? My day was good. I slept until 9 a.m. We slept in today. And then nice. not I got to eat my leftover in. Chinese food. Oh, nice. What, what did yeah. you have? It was. It was called the... Chinatown, like mashup or something. It was. It's like beef, chicken, and shrimp with like Coming fried to rice. The EDM scene near you. <laughs> the Chinatown <Yes>. mashup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, good. It sounds good. Yeah. It's good. That's awesome. Okay. Well. <laughs> It is about time to wrap this thing up. So um, thank you very much, Caitlin, for uh, coming on. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, bye. 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 Hey, everybody, did you like the UNT College of Music in Context podcast? 
Did you hate it? What'd you think? Visit our Twitter at UNT Comic Podcast or Facebook also at UNT Comic Podcast and let us know. Give us suggestions. See what's coming your way in future episodes. Ladies, the DMs are open. And gentlemen, we are inclusive. You can even rate us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on an iPhone, iPod, iPad, iPad, or iPatch. Not sure about those last two. We welcome any and all feedback. Speaking of social media, check out our Facebook page for more information on a special episode where we host a Zoom meeting with all of you to discuss achieving racial equity, particularly in the context of College of Music. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be next Friday, June 19th at 6 p.m. And you can see the Facebook post that is on our page, UNT Comic Podcast, for more details. Uh, let us know if you have any questions or just feedback for the podcast. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on the UNT College of Music in Context podcast. That's it for us. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.